from the architecture social and i'm back i'm back from moving my house my furniture and we're going to continue with the podcast but i'm I'm joined here today by an awesome guest that i've known for a few for over the last year we've had an interesting journey and i've admired his work on instagram in particular and excited for the next part of his journey gabriel check how are you my friend you okay Hey, Stephen, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm living, living the dream. You can see my, yeah, so this is, will be audio only, but imagine if you hear listeners, you, we're, I'm in my new room, it's all getting there, and Gabriel's got some exciting stuff to talk about his career as well. But for anyone, first of all, that's never heard of um, or seen the stuff that you've done online, I think it's important to, to talk about your roots, where you come from in architecture. So Gabriel, tell us a little bit about your, your journey so far and what brought you up to set up Archloggers. Yeah, just a little bit of my, myself. I am a Singaporean-based architectural designer. So yeah. I've been working about almost two years already. And yeah, I graduated from the Singapore University of Technology Design. Uh, it's a specializing in architecture and sustainable design. So ever since then, I actually uh, worked in a, currently working in a local firm which deals with military buildings. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and, and the funny thing is that I do really enjoy what I'm doing right now uh, in my day job. And mm. I always wondered, how can I uh, share this knowledge that I've gained? Like I've learned yeah. so much regarding like the practice of architecture, like even the technical details. So all this stuff, I never get to learn in school per se. But in throughout my job I've learned so much and I really want to share this with the community so I was wondering just to play a bit with social media and that's how I started a lot book it was the very first venture uh, actually before that I had a lot of blogs uh, failed blogs design blogs uh, sort of like ventures but it's mini ventures that got me started with like blogging and HTML design stuff like that so mm. it progressed into a, a curiosity of sorts. I've always chased that, that sense of newness in my journey, in, in life especially. And yeah, to, to try something new all the time. And that's how our logbook began. It began like a experiment or a project of mine that I do on the side uh, mm. after work, in the weekends, just to use my... Uh, it, that time I used Figma. So Figma is a... Currently, one of the best ways to use uh, vector images for architectural drawings and post it on Instagram in a bite-sized format. So I wanted to share these technical details at the start, just for the fun of it. There's no expectations there whatsoever. Yeah, just... Yeah, I mean, I I quite I quite like um I thought I thought it was very tasteful. I do think you're like the king, the king of graphic design on Instagram, and, and I really do like the way that you manage to summarize you know tricky architectural problems in a bite size of uh, way of digesting that information. So for anyone that hasn't checked out the Archlog book, you can find what we're talking about here on, on Instagram. And But let's before we go ahead with that, I find it interesting. You, you talked about you're in industry now. You're, 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 you're a madman, I guess, like me, where we do this outside of the time we work, <laughs> which yeah. is like extremely demanding. <laughs> Um, so you do work currently at the moment. Are you still doing military buildings, did you say? 
Yeah, I'm still doing it. Wow, that's su- that's super cool. That's like James Bond or something, isn't it? So, <laughs> so you probably can't talk much about those, right? Because they got non-disclosure agreements. That's, that's great. Yeah, you gotta oh, okay. kill me if I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone's just gonna like. There's gonna be like a red mark which appears on my head, and then and I'll be snipered as well as you are. But sure. this this is a very interesting type of work, isn't it? So well, let's not talk about the specifics there. But I imagine a lot of it. These are these are public buildings. They're gonna be worn down and used, and what I mean, battered, and you know. So a lot. I suppose it's a great. Um, it's a great sector for you to to work on because you learn a lot, and I, I imagine it's quite technical as well. I mean, can you give me a flavour of the uh, the roles and responsibilities you worked on in industry on these like military roles? We don't have to say where they are or anything, but I imagine oh my phone's going off again. Isn't yeah, what it? phone is again? <laughs> my phone's going off. See, <laughs> see, this is the problem, isn't it? There we go. One sec, let me turn it off. No worries. Do, do you reckon it's um? Do you reckon and it's Mission Impossible ringing me up because I'm talking about the military bases. There we go. There we go. I turned it. I turned it off. We'll keep it. We'll keep. We keep all this in. That's how I roll. So there you go. The, the yeah, government. Sure. The, the government is not calling me anymore. But um, I guess what I'm trying to say is these projects must have been demanding. And so were they like the passion for the, is that where art bloggers came from or doing all the complicated technical problems on your projects and you wanted to kind of explore that idea on Instagram? Uh, not exactly. So I think what I can just give a little brief of what I do into, without spoiling the location or what any ticket. Yeah. stuff that <laughs> I can share. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think it's it's a part of architecture that we don't really get to learn about in school. Because in mm. school we learn about like social buildings, like and shopping malls, even uh housing. We don't get to learn like industrial buildings, like factories, stuff like that. So mm. a lot of storage requirements. Technical requirements like include like for example storage of like flammable materials, what how do you do it? And even special substances or whatsoever, so kind of thing. So they all have different, it's a different different branch of architecture and it's mm. so equally important, I think, uh, as compared to, even compared to housing, uh, there's a lot of requirements to be followed. So it's kind of like a same idea of following the constraints as like a designer and architect, right? We have to learn how to navigate through these constraints uh, to be creative and innovative with the ideas. But also have that, the artistic flair as well in a factory. So sometimes you don't see factories as beautiful buildings, but I think once you understand and truly understand the layout of the building and how it complements the routines of the people very well, I think that is a good architecture itself. Yeah, I think I like what you're saying. I mean, in terms of uh, architectural recruitment, in my day job, I work with one or two um, uh, great companies who do stuff like data centers. And so it's a similar mm. thing to military where some of them can be super cool, super beautiful, but no one typically thinks of like, wow, I am going to design a data center or I'm going to graduate and, and do military complexes, but they're really, really important. So that's quite cool. And so so we'll, we'll leave that aside so that I don't get another call from MI6 uh, ringing up. But so that's your day job. And so in the evening, you, you set up, arc logbook so can you so if we go back if you think like back to the start there's always that moment where you think oh i'm gonna experiment and set something up so do you want to let me know about what that time frame was and um 
and why you wanted to do the art. You touched upon it briefly, but what made you go, I'm going to set up this Instagram and post all the ideas I have? Yeah, sure. So in, I think it was June, about two years ago in June, wow. I, start, I started this uh, this thing. <laughs> I It was, I think, out of... So basically, my day job has gotten me to be like balls deep into this this industry that I didn't know about, you know. And <laughs> the things that I, I, actually the funny thing is that some of these buildings are very special to the fact that they can't comply with certain <laughs> requirements, and we yeah. have to seek waivers for it. So that that all these things test my uh, ability in interpreting the building code, for example. So I always wish that there was someone to guide me along that that first year of my day job uh, journey. Yeah. And yeah, so that also got me thinking like, what, how can I actually help uh, other people, you know, not to be too stressed out as, as I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. a lot of things that uh, we all get into, especially the first three months of the the job is the most important and there's so much to learn, right? And it, it, it gets overwhelming. So in that sense, part of it was me to wanting to share something. Part of yeah. me was actually to experiment graphic design and, and just I'm a bit too free sometimes as well. So mm. I do do spend some time to just do things that I like to do. I think it was just a little inkling of sort. I didn't really had a big vision in mind to like grow. I, I didn't have a, to grow 20K followers. No, it wasn't like that sense. And yeah, I think throughout the journey, uh, there's a lot of things I've learned and then I bring it forward to my next venture. Yeah, I think the, 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 the theme of the stuff you do is that I think it's bit you you clearly the art club book is very helpful to a lot of people. And I think that synergy goes through everything that you've done. And so one of the reasons that we actually met at the time is because what I admire and I can see why you and Sana get along really well is because I always look at what you do and particularly with Sana and you're creating content, you're doing stuff. And so Sana runs scale and you you set up the art club book and you were together on the Madcon, which is just finished, which is great. And we'll touch upon that in a bit. But the reason me and you met, bizarrely, was because of the time you ran a mighty network when I was setting up the Architecture Social. Mm -hmm. And um, that was one aspect of, of your community. And what I find interesting is we will talk as well about the course that you're doing at the moment. But it's, it's a really... <sighs> And what I like is this enormous, I, with yourself, I love the experimentation, you know, and, and I love the fact that you are really open about change as well. So do you want to let me know about, at the time, why you set up um, a community and now you've actually turned that off and now you're building a different community? Do you want to let me know about <laughs> your journey? Because it's great. It's, oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I, I mean? I do, I do. I I'm trying to think back of so basically I do break down the seasons of posting for Outlaw Book. So if you mm. really are a super fan of Outlaw Book, you will notice that there are four seasons of posting. And Ooh. yeah, and the first season was very rudimentary, very simple diagrams, uh a bit I would say a bit ugly at at the start, looking looking back. But I thought right. it was pretty cool at that point in time. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, <laughs> point point is the the I always love how I, I'm trying to experiment, like what you said, like tweaking things a little bit, playing with the fonts, playing with the, the way I write the captions. Uh, all these things are what make me who I am today. Basically, being not afraid to change 
and try something new. Yeah. Uh, to be to be courageous in terms of not wor- wanting to not not worrying about what people think basically. And I think my sole vision was to actually enjoy myself through the process. That's the number one priority. Yeah. And that also was the re- main reason why I stopped the took a hiatus for Outlaw Boat because I felt that I was just stuck under the content wheel for a little bit and I didn't really get that that uh how's it pleasure in in a way to to yeah, yeah in yeah. a very simple form is pleasure to me as well to to be able to share something. Uh but I think towards like at the, at the end of last year, uh twenty twenty is a bit I was a bit contemplating between how can I move forward uh, with Alabo or should I pursue something a bit different but still tap on what I've learned from Alabo? Yeah, I think um, it's interesting, isn't it? And and, and we, so we, this is probably the first time we've spoken for a while, but online I've always seen you doing bits and bobs and I was quite impressed with the hiatus because it takes a lot of guts to talk about it openly. And one of the things that I've learned and I think hopefully um students as well learn is that it's really hard to like engage and teach people if for, for instance unfortunately there's always an, a monetary aspect into it but there's also the bigger thing i think is commitment and what mm-hmm. i think is that you can't really there's only so much you can do with an instagram it's amazing what you've done but your mission is to kind of help people and and to build upon that relationship and and I think that there's only so much you can do, isn't there, without a commitment and accountability from from both parties. And to actually hit that and be upfront and, and talk about it online, I thought was great. And so what's interesting about what you're doing at the moment, it seems that now you've coming up with your course and you're actually, it, there's more um, commitment from both parties because you're saying like, hey, I will actually help you and and do what I can, but it's very different. You've got to sign up to this element. You there's a commitment from both parties, and it's very different than your Instagram. So, do you want to let everyone know your current um, exciting adventure at the moment? Then, should we talk about your why you changed? I think this is the important bit. Why you you put a little bit of a stop on the Instagram, and what's interesting about what you're doing now? Uh, that would be great if we can talk about that a bit. Definitely. So in terms of the the shift, I think I also mentioned it in the, the goodbye post of Alambo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's very detailed in over there. But in, in summary, it's just about that shift from the technical documentation aspect of Alambo to uh, the clarity and confidence of young architects. Actually, mm. there's, there's some sort of link as well because being confident technically is also one of the aspects that I will cover in the causes as well. And mm. when I break it down, like clarity and confidence, I actually started this whole conversation at MetCon, and we should talk about it later. And anyways, mm. the the whole idea about it is actually, clarity can be broken down into three different aspects. One is personal clarity, there's career clarity, and what's the last one? Oh yeah, life clarity. Mm. Yeah, and then there's confidence. <laughs> wow, yeah, life clarity. Maybe I should yeah. sign up as well because <laughs> it can get confusing at times, can't yeah. it? Yeah, and and confidence in terms of like emotional confidence, social confidence, and technical confidence. So the the cool thing about these two things, clarity and confidence, is actually dynamic, and we can strive towards it. It's not static. And that's what I discovered through my whole journey, even a lot book, like being clear in, in what I want to do with my own career and my own, own life. 
and also being confident about it. And I want to share, it's kind of like a mixed mesh of like my own personal life, my own work life, and what I'm doing out of book, all mesh into one little uh, uh, guide to young architects that, who really benefit from such guidance, I, I feel. And I think the whole mission of me shifting from technical documentation to uh, this whole new frontier of online courses, memberships, workshops, and even conversations with others, being on camera more, it's also part of my journey as well to to be more exposed and to be more vulnerable to the community. Mm-hmm. So I I do see uh, multiple ben- benefits uh, may not be apparent now to me, but I think in the long run, I will definitely thank my past self uh, to to say yes, I want to try something new and to push forward. I think the whole idea of uh, impact drives me to to push on and to try new things. Yeah, I think look, it's, it's really great. And what's interesting about this, and 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 I'll kind of resonate as well. So I haven't seen the course per se, but. Um, when I think of confidence and clarity, it, I, I think it's really smart. And it, it, what I think is interesting is that there are kind of two aspects, aren't there, to anyone's careers? You, as you mentioned, there's the technical aspects, but then there's the the, the fact that we're all people, and yeah, as as designers, you have to like learn, experiment, and mm-hmm. and yeah, confidence is such a big, big. Uh, theme and clarity is very an interesting concept um, even so in terms of um, looking for jobs or where are you going with your career finding clarity is is exceptionally difficult and I think that lots and lots of real life challenges can um, it can it can it can make you feel unclear where you're going and this and so I mean I remember when I was a part one and part two Um, when I was a part one in the UK it was the global recession and at the time I'd felt very unconfident about finding the job I wasn't very clear about what to do and that that aspect of what you're talking about um, would have been really really helpful it wasn't so much at the time about my technical understanding it was just about Mm. where am I going Mm. so I I can see why it would be useful to a lot of um, a lot of students so does this mean now then so is the archlog book permanently on hiatus or what are we what are we going to see at the moment is it are we going to see do you is at the, uh, right now you're setting up the 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 course mm-hmm. and so i'll probably put out this podcast in a week's time um but what i mean is so is it right now you're building up your first studio uh, or your first uh um cohort that's the word isn't it it's your first wave of students is that the next part of the goal i'm going to be very honest with you so initially i thought people will pay for it but yeah. i think currently it's not the case so what i did was to limit the free memberships to 25 people so i did get managed to get the 25 people right now great and my objective is to actually start like workshops or so so also giving them access to free workshops but also opening up to people later on so uh, those wow. who are not in the membership now can actually join these workshops live and for me to share uh, all the concepts that I do share in the membership portal as well. It's also about, uh, I'm also preparing a lot of, on the course portal, there's a lot of articles, monthly articles and uh, very short and simple analogies 
to get them started about thinking about clarity and confidence. And I feel that it's not really often said, especially in the context of architecture designers and students. So I wanted to bring that perspective that not many people may have. And I think it's very interesting uh, to see how these things will go because every month I'll focus on a certain aspect of clarity and confidence. So people can do sign up for the workshops and even if they're not members about the community. So I wow. also, yeah, it's, it's open. So I think at the start, it will be a very affordable price, I guess. So it's more of exposure for me also to be comfortable in conducting such workshops yeah. and also to to get the trust of the community and to, to see the A. I know Gabriel is talking, he knows what he's talking about, basically. Yeah, I think that's really cool. So, I mean, newsflash for anyone, you want to kind of get in now, get in while, the good, while it's good. So I'll put my bell on there. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, yeah, now's the time the prices go up later that's pretty cool um and i either look I, what i will resonate on with this is that i get a lot of people even talking to me about um mentoring and it's something i definitely consider the tricky bit for me is that i work full-time in my job during the mm. day and it, i get a lot of messages and it's really hard to kind of um, give people enough time and attention and that's why for instance uh, I at the moment every Tuesday I'm kind of doing a little workshop online mm. but that's one of the ways that I'm able to hopefully provide a bit of content that is useful to most people but you know the the, the truth is for anyone listening actually one-on-one uh, which I would love to do is extremely um, time consuming. And I think that here is a nice balance on what you're talking about with a course where it's a it's a number of people which go through series of stages, you build up all this content and they learn. And I think that's kind of like a happy focus. But the, the bit that I'm learning as well with, um, with yourself is that really, and, and I think everyone has to bear this in mind is that if you're looking for someone to be fully accountable for your career, um, then you there needs to be some financial uh, responsibility in there. As in, I think that you can look at all these courses online and that's amazing. And the thing is, I say with me is that right now, I mean, I'm working, so it's different, but say now if, if anything changed in the future or, or God knows what else, the thing is, is if you want someone really accountable for your career, it's like someone in a personal gym, right? If you, you if you want me to, I mean, I'm sure you feel the same. If you need someone to kind of mentor someone on, then they have to be fully invested. And the personal trainer is a bit like that. And that's the bit that you get when you get someone on board like yourself or a mentor like Jason Boyle or who, who else. There's a few people that, you know, can champion for your career. And what I like about this is that you're saying like, hey, I will help you with your career. We'll talk about, um, you know, we'll talk about confidence and clarity. We'll go through that stages and I will nurture you in your career. And that's something that you can't really do um, on Instagram fully, like as you've done before. So I totally get and applaud why it's evolved, you know, and I think that's really important. And I think that's what I would love for anyone to listen here to think about is like, Ah, think about in terms of your career it's like your career should be like the most important thing and if someone can add value to your career and can push you on in the future then that's probably 
um, probably worth looking into. And the fact that you've given away some of your sp um, uh, your spaces on your course for free while you're uh, tweaking the formula, I think that's a fair trade because um, the person that they're actually getting probably it anyways, but then actually what you're doing is that you're saying like, hey, you help me develop this a little bit and you get the fantastic course. So anyone listening, um, do you think the whole spots will be gone next week, Gabriel, or will there be one or two left? I, I really closed it actually. But I ah, just, ah. You, you were too late, everyone. <laughs> too late, too late. But next, well, the, the lucky ones already there who already have it will um, we'll have had a great ride. I think that's amazing. So what's your plans with the course? How long does the course last for? And when will be the next wave of the course? The, so the the idea is that there is a membership program that is one year and mm -hmm. next year I'll open again but the idea is that there'll be a monthly workshop that anybody can join so if you missed out the membership program you can just join in the workshop and it's not basically you can actually watch the workshop or even join the active part of it and the idea is that you, you won't be left out in a way I think the whole the whole uh, strategy um, in content for me is going to change I think previously it was like doing the Instagram first and also learn from Gary Vaynerchuk, for example, the video content is very important and you can actually uh, break it down into sub-content. So the workshops are, I think, a key asset for me to conduct the workshops and also to break down the content and to share it uh, after the event, like through Instagram, a bit of free content, uh, just to gain the trust and also maybe through the content portal on the membership program. Like a summary of what I've talked about, I think it also makes it easier for me as well to, to not to worry too much about content mm. creation. Yeah, mm. it's just spoken live, and you know, it's it is on video, for example, and also in text. So I think there'll be a very interesting uh, new perspective of the like, content creation for me. Brilliant. I think okay, that's really cool. So we've got all that now, and I love the fact that you're there because you mentioned in the MadCon. So for anyone that doesn't know about the Mad Collective, you're kind of like one of them super bands, right? Of like Instagrammers, you know? So you've got like Bono from U2 and, you know, the Rolling Stones from here and you've kind of all set up as like the super ensemble, yeah? And so the MadCon was either, was basically, it was on the Arctic Social as well. It was super fun to have it there and super fun to have you in our Zoom groups and all that stuff. But for anyone that missed the MadCon in particular, so you did one or two classes in there. And so that was interesting because it sounds like that was a little bit like a demo or like mm. you testing what would work or wouldn't for yourself. So, I mean, what was your, your courses there? And then what did you think worked and what is incorporated in your next, um, in, in the current course? Yeah, so actually, it's also quite interesting because I did two types of classes. Mm. So one was a, was under the aliases of Alabo. The other one was under the alias of Alogus. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. so the interesting thing is, I really, actually, I enjoy both kinds of courses, uh, classes. Um, mm. One was a bit a bit technical, uh, but it was, a, it was a collaboration between, uh, I think, four, four content creators of a studio session. So actually, we actually ran a studio, which is quite intense. Uh, mm. I did enjoy it, but it's very tiring and a lot of things to take note about, especially doing studio sessions. 
people need to be involved like what we talked about earlier they have to be invested with the the whole program and we did encounter a lot of technical issues and uh, things like people dropping out of course of the course you know so that that is things that I would, would take back with me and with regards to the up logger site I actually did a, a demo like what you said a demo workshop for free and basically to showcase what I'm going to do in a way like the whole framework the teaser framework and also to launch the whole membership program so that was at MetCon itself and I think the response I got was quite positive even though it was a very nobody knew who I was in, in terms of the outlooker side of things and I, I actually enjoyed that because I I don't feel the pressure in a way mm. uh, yeah I don't feel that pressure to to worry about what people think about it and I, I did get some positive responses so that really got me thinking about how can I continue this format of workshops and to put it out there to get more traction and traffic yeah I think I think it's um, I think it's great and so I mean it was fun to have that on the MadCon it's always good to learn and I think that's the important thing is that you're not saying you're Superman, I'm the same, I'm constantly learning. And I think that what's interesting about these courses and similar thing with the architecture social, I tell you what, sometimes I, I, I like a really good example, okay, is that we had um, on the architecture social, a competition, Gabriel, and it mm-hmm. was a competition where it was a month long. And so you had this fantastic trap on, on the architecture social hub set it up and it was, um, you learn Revit, okay? And you, you have a project and you have to submit all these drawings and technical details. And at the end, you win like a book, like a 50-pound book. Mm. And what was interesting is I thought for sure, I was like, this is the coolest competition ever because we're going to learn Revit, all this stuff, and no one entered, <laughs> mm. right? And so I was, and so I'm constantly learning myself what works and what doesn't. Mm. And what's really interesting is that when you're talking about, I would be, it would be interesting that I, I think like the ethos of what you're talking about on like confidence and clarity will will stay and the course and all that, of course it will be there in some shape or form. But what's really interesting is that these ideas change over time, you know, and, 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 and that's, what's interesting. Like you talked about is that you learned from the course, you know, and then you adjusted it. And it's interesting because the bit that your course has and the architecture social has and everything else is that it all relies on conversation or it all relies Mm -hmm. in participation and conversation. So like the architecture social is only as good as the members in it, the content mm. that they're talking about, participating, asking questions. And then the moment it stops, it's just me posting in there in the room like, hello, and it's like nothing <laughs> and nothing happens. So mm. so I think it's quite exciting. But keeping that conversation going I, is, the, is, is always a challenge and I'm always um surprised so it would be great as well if we can catch up in a maybe who knows a few weeks or a month's time or we always speak but uh it would be good to know where your course is at and you can let me know your your findings as well what i'd love to talk about one one or two things before we leave it here because i know you're busy designing military and uh secret agent bases and evil geniuses layers somewhere as well as doing the course 
but it's a tricky time for many right now and uh there's light at the end of the tunnel so in the uk we're hopefully going back from lockdown and 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 i'm sure there's lots of people in the world whoever's listening wherever they're listening where we're just getting out of the awful era of coronavirus hopefully it doesn't come back hopefully it keeps going on 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 the down but there's there any particular um, immediate advice you you would offer someone that is not feeling confident or doesn't have any clarity right now so nothing like the course but like a little bit of your insight is this a good time to you know pick up things and keep working is there any particular advice you'd have someone just to get going definitely so i can share a few little tips and teasers uh, for obtaining clarity yeah uh i think myself in in singapore right now i think we've really been through what you're going through now we've been under lockdown for three months i think Mm. way earlier than you were so right now we do enjoy the fruits of our our labor in that sense so Mm. yeah we are living quite healthy lives i think right now everyone's out out and about in singapore which is great uh with no worries kind of so i think yes it's gonna be the light end of the tunnel no for sure I think since you're following how we done it we under lockdown for a few months and then things got better it, it get better yeah and i think contact tracing is very important so don't worry about it and if advice does a clarity and confidence i think so i always i'll actually start the clarity process by ourselves first so it's maybe talk about self so only by knowing our self-awareness only then we can actually understand our career clarity and eventually our life clarity so mm. it starts with our personality and what makes us happy, uh, our habits and routines. Uh, like how do you feel in the morning when you wake up? Mm. Being aware of all these things is very important, especially when you want to talk, think about taking certain steps in your career or in, in your life. So let these feelings and emotions guide you along the way. When you do certain things, like say for example, doing your work in the at home, for example, how do you feel about it? Do you feel tired or do you feel there's still things to learn and it's exciting so having that self-awareness is key and i think one thing to do is actually to to have a mental note about it every day ask yourself questions at, at the end of the day especially before you sleep so there's things about did i do something good today what did i, what did I achieve uh, how can i improve tomorrow and then that's about it actually this you need to think about these three mm. questions and life is always changing, always growing. So be comfortable with change also. So mm. being all this, uh, having a mindset is very important. And I I would love to share more, but I think that's about it. Don't bore you guys too much about yeah. it. Uh, yeah, it's, I it's a little bit boring. about... Yeah, you <laughs> I think it's interesting. But Yeah, it's, it, there's some analogies in, that I want to bring out in terms of like, my next workshop is coming up. It's, a, it's titled Discovering Your Architectural Flavor. Mm. So you think about flavor, you think about ice cream, right? Ice cream is a lot of different flavors. And this is how we are all make up. We're all individually unique and special. So we have to be comfortable with ourselves first. That's also yeah. part of the self-awareness. Yeah. And eventually leading to clarity and then leading to confidence. So there's a certain chain of events that will happen if we fully engage in taking time to understand ourselves truly. Mm, I think it's brilliant. I think um, 
look, what you're doing is great. And I, I quite like that, the concept of flavor and taste and that building up architectural taste definitely takes a lot of time. So look, I think this is amazing. Um, I, I'm conscious I've got, and this is one of the things of working at home, isn't it? You get Argus, I've got my Argus deliveries in the background. That's what the noise is going on. But hey, listen, this is super, super cool. I've loved some of these concepts here. The point is though, is that people should check out all the stuff you've done. So immediately, someone, if someone wants to get a little taste of what you've done previously before hiatus, they can check out the Arc Log book or Arc Loggers on Instagram. That's probably an easy way to start because then they can get in contact with you. They can find out your details. But for anyone else that wants to say hello or wants to ask more questions, you are on the architecture social, so someone can drop you a message there. They can get in contact quite easily. But where else can we find you, Gabriel, online at the moment? Yep, so other than Instagram, Arc Loggers, or mm -hmm. even on LinkedIn, you can find just search Gabriel Chick. I think you should find me somewhere. Uh, yeah. If you follow uh, Architecture Social or To Scale from Sana, the Mac Collective, I'm I'm there. Uh, You're else? everywhere. You're everywhere. Yeah. If you even search Telegram, you can still find my name. I think you can search for it. Oh, <laughs> no really? Worries. Yeah. It's I, see, I, that's why you're on Telegram. It's because your military background is all, <laughs> all encrypted. That's why you're super, super high up on security. But hey, it's nice to know that people on your course won't have their data everywhere. So brilliant. <laughs> I think this is amazing. People can track you out. I admire what you've done. I always felt that your graphic design in particular on Instagram, just so you know, is one of the best I've seen. Um, I've always liked your fonts, but obviously it's not just about your um, graphic <laughs> design. The content is great as well. It'll be really interesting to see how the course develops. And um, uh, it's really good to have you in the architecture social community. So thank you so much for your time, Gabriel. And we'll catch up again soon. And thank you to you too. Hey, yeah. no, no problem. Take care now, mate. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Yay, well done. It's really good.